of RSF Radio. I'm your host, Joe Monday, and this actually isn't an episode of RSF Radio. Um, in fact, I'm dropping in an episode of Nog Chats. That's Nogaremi's new podcast, uh, and it sounds a little bit of something like this. Muscle power! Whammy lamma ding dong, I like sticking my wick in the pudding. Right? But you take that little... <laughs> Muscle power! Now, if you like that little snippet, maybe you want to stay for the rest of the show and listen in on how we even got there. Uh, but without further ado, here's the episode, the first inaugural episode, inaugural episode, <laughs> inaugural episode, I'll go end myself now. All right, here's the show. Cheers, folks. Peace. Let's have some fun. It's Nog Chats, where I, Nogaremi, chat. Joining me for the inaugural episode is none other than my lovely friend, Joseph Monday. How you doing today? Flex on him. <laughs> Flex <laughs> on him. Yeah, you're doing well. <laughs> doing great i'm i'm doing i don't know what i feel like the intro stinger that you have has a very specific voice that you i don't know i like it a lot i like your intro a lot but that's just me i like to keep it short and simple uh because why make it complicated i like to make my intros long and drawn out so people have to hit the skip button twice to, to jump i don't like that <laughs> I don't like that. I'd rather just get it out of the way so that people just, that's all right. We know that we're going to get five seconds of intro out of no grammy. We can do one skip or we can just listen to them because it's going to be done. Fair enough. Uh, but, but why yeah, are we talking? So it, why are we talking? Well, <laughs> I, I wanted to do a podcast. So exactly. <laughs> here we are. Uh, and the whole theme is just to, to have some fun and to chat with my friends or maybe eventually when uh, I've grown it enough with other people, but we'll figure that out uh, at a different date. All right. For now, well, friends. So. The the namesake betrays the uh, the setup of the show then, I suppose. Yeah. Because it's chat. just nog chatting. Yeah. You know, it's... I try to, again, very simple, on, on point brand. Everything on point you know i'm all about getting the basics down because you can't do anything fancy if you don't got the basics very true right very number true. one thing in fighting games right having the basics the fundamental yeah you have to know how to anti-air you have to know all that stuff you know how to drag have to know how to dragon punch and when you podcast you have to know how to make the audio good yeah or at least not bad in my case sure sure <laughs> fair <laughs> enough fair enough uh, but yeah, a part of the reason why I had you on, on first was, uh, you have run a, a very successful, uh, podcast, although it has kind of died down in 2020 since, you know, uh, fighting game news was less exciting. There was less stuff going on. You had your own troubles in life that you don't have to get into, but, uh, you, you kind of slowed down production, but you still have some good basics there of like what platforms I need to put this stuff on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a little bit of a maybe a little bit of a teaser but I'm thinking about it it might come back but it might not be called <gasps> the same thing is really what, is what I'll say to that well you know the, I there did will have be, as <laughs> there will be as other a backup opportunities topic. There, yeah fucking A man <laughs> as a yeah, backup just, topic I did have the RSF rebranding on here so <laughs> Well, we, huh. we, I, I mean, wonder. That's kind of all part of it, and we can get into that later when that might be applicable. But uh, yeah. yeah, the old RSF radio was a. I enjoyed doing that show thoroughly and made a lot of mistakes early on that are 
I think easy for people to to work around and like easy stuff that I was just like, uh, the audio doesn't have to be good here. No, nah, fuck. It's, it always needs to be good. Right. Like the, it's a I, don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, no Grammy, but the main way that people interact with podcasts is that they listen to them. So like what the listenability of your show has to be good. Sometimes you'll have <laughs> guests that, and you've never done this, but sometimes you'll have guests that are just like their thoughts aren't with them in the moment. And there might be long pauses in between what they have to say. And hmm. you can't just throw that out there and be like, hey, listener, you listen to these pauses. You can cut all that stuff out pretty automatically. Like audacity, is a, free, audacity is a free tool. You can. Are you recording this on audacity? I, we didn't talk about this earlier, but no, I'm going through OBS because there is a video portion of this. Okay. Okay. That's fine too. You can always, not that there's not that there's a lot of video to it, but at the very least, again, why I was asking about the platforms is I will release this on YouTube. And right. so I wanted some sort of thing to be there. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. That is surprisingly another way that people listen to podcasts is on their desktop and because people are spending a lot more time at home now because I don't know something might have happened in the world that would keep you that way but spending more time like at your office desk in front of a computer people might be more likely to listen to a show on YouTube because maybe they're already on YouTube and have something in their ear while they work or they're listening to lo-fi hip-hop beats and to study and chill to and then oh, what's this over here? Knock chats. Well, that's a that's a a soothing deep voice to study or chill to. So let's do yeah, that. Who knows? Speaking of it's sidebar, uh, I kind of have. Ooh. Can I sidebar on lo-fi hip hop beats for a minute? You can, Joe. The one sidebar. thing that I can always count on you on <laughs> is to go on a tangent on a podcast. So. Fair go enough. go do what your heart desires <laughs> fair enough so lee and i were playing some board games and when we do that we'll occasionally put on lo-fi hip-hop beats to show to because that's just i i feel like having any kind of tv or movie thing on when you play board games and stuff is too distracting like it there's a little bit too much engagement there to split yeah, the you difference get wrapped of, up in the show yeah, and it's like, I'm trying to be over here, trying to be like, well, how do I get my trains from L.A. to New York? That's a big ticket price on Ticket to Ride. Or maybe, what number do I want to roll playing Catan and all that weird stuff. Regardless, we're watching, we're watching, or listening to, I should say, on YouTube, Lo-Fi Hip Hop Beats to Chill to, and something that we had never noticed before is that there's like a running chat on some channels yeah and like maybe you want to read that sometimes that chat has some <laughs> i'm i won't go as far to say interesting things to say but they are saying things for sure and it prompted, some curious things to say <laughs> it prompted leah to say like oh this is how like criminals talk right like terrorists are talking through these yeah communi- nobody's <laughs> monitoring this chat we yeah, can absolutely. get away with throwing with <laughs> organizing crime here <laughs> exactly organized crime through lo-fi hip-hop beats to do crime to is is really what they they should be named lo-fi yeah. <laughs> lo-fi chill hip-hop beats to do crime to is my new channel that's funny <laughs> but anyway what you know, that's gonna about? take off real quick <laughs> <laughs> to do it's all encrypted you can chat all you and talk about whatever you like selling drugs of course it was to the it was to the point where i was like should we engage with this chat and she's like no we'll get arrested by like yes. accidentally saying some code words and <laughs> the police thinking that we're trying to buy a gram or something uh but anyway yeah digress uh, board games are fun you, you digress board <laughs> games are fun just as fun as chatting on knock chats am i right i'm sure so I'm here doing that <laughs> what are what are some key platforms uh that you considered for for rsf radio uh when you were releasing that you know episodes of of that show 
So the main thing that I wanted to do with the show and kind of what I like doing in general with most of the things that I would create is to make them as available as possible uh, in as many ways as possible. So a good way to do that, and there's different ways to like, I should start on like where your podcast is hosted on is a first question because you can do it cheaply and easily uh, through, I think you can even do it like through a personal blog or whatever. I don't know a whole lot about the internet, but there are other services. I used Podbean as a, and still do, a podcast hosting service. And what they do is make it really, really easy to just say, yeah, host this on iTunes well, it's not iTunes anymore. Oh. It's Apple, Apple Play, Apple Ooh, Cast, Apple, Apple Podcasts might be the thing. App, Apple Sounds. I'm an I can't old even man, say, like, so Apple I'm, Music just gonna, anymore. I'm just going to fucking call it I, iTunes. iTunes. That's, it's the iTunes store still, I think. So. Everybody Apple knows Music it locally. Yeah, sure. What, whatever the fuck. But uh, like you can set it up to play on there. And I think like a handful of other very popular podcast listening sites as well. Yeah, because there's uh, there's iTunes, there's Stitcher. Yeah, uh, there's Spotify, Spotify is big. is another one. The issue with Spotify, though, and this is maybe kind of good advice for people who are doing shows that they're, they plan on doing weekly, is for Spotify specifically, they're not friendly to, to podcasts up front. And they like to see you have like a collection of work before they approve. Mm. Like they have like a weird approval process that is kind of ethereal in terms of what they're asking for. Like they don't name things directly in terms of you have to have X, Y, Z, like a Twitch would do with like affiliate status. Right. Yeah. They don't, they don't say that, but if you have like enough work and apply, I think you can apply as, many times as possible not entirely sure but they are also not very good about getting back to you of like oh you have been approved or you have not it just ends up on the surface one day and you're like oh cool Word. oh cool I, uh, i'm there nice <laughs> yeah but still like you can do regardless of whatever you choose to do however you host your site you're gonna have an rss feed for your podcast and making that I should say not making that, but submitting that in as many places as possible, I would think is the most ideal. Cause that's honestly how it, it happened. Someone was like, I want to, I listen to podcasts through iHeartRadio. And I was like, well, how do I get on that? And looked that up and, Oh, I listened to it on Google play. How do I do that? Do I get <laughs> you don't listen on Google play anymore. <laughs> I, they, I Google deprecated that. <laughs> it, it's, it's still around, though, right? No, it's it, no, it's fully deprecated now. Oh, it, oh, dang! They they were in the process of getting rid of it for like a <laughs> year and a half, two years. But I I boot I tried to boot up the app like uh, a month ago, and it said nope, can't do it. I'm like, oof! oof I had shit. a playlist there that I wanted to listen to. Yeah, that's actually. And I don't think about it. That's a bummer, and I wish I had known that earlier. Thanks, Google. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Nah, it's it's not. I'm not gonna shoot the messenger, uh, but it it also had like YouTube, obviously, like you are doing, like having it as available in as many places as possible. I actually think having your show, and here's like a little little production tip for people, is that if you, and Twitch doesn't do this anymore, so this kind of depends on if your show is live or not. What Twitch used to let you do is upload a video. And they, they might have this in some degree. I haven't looked into it in a while. Oh, I, I think like, I know. I could, I could still probably premiere this episode on on Twitch and have it be in the archives there. Exactly, of like uploading a video beforehand, letting it play for like the hour and a half, and like you could tell people who are watching or listening. It actually doesn't matter if people are watching or listening to whatever you do on Twitch, unless you're trying to use that as your own platform and build that out as its own separate thing, but what it allows yeah. you to do and like the, the quick little shorthand that it gives you is that Twitch cl- clips are a thing. So you can just very easily clip like the 30 second nugget of your podcast that you want to share with people or h- however long right on Twitch and just immediately put that out on 
across all social media. Like it's it's it makes it very Fancy. easy to yeah, it makes it easy you, to bite and share. You know, you have some good ideas sometimes. Well, it's it, here's maybe not good ideas, <laughs> but ways to work smart for work that you've already like let the work you've already done work for itself. So yeah, if you have something put it out on as much as possible and, and utilize those sources, those resources as you can. And I don't know, that's, that's kind of how I always did things, but unlike, yeah, I think it's unlike, always, uh, unlike you, I, I record a separate audio track against my separate video track, but I'm not, I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to judge hey you for man. your, your hey misgiving. I am recording two audio tracks. There's I, just, uh, thankful for that. It's just one for my audio and one for your audio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I think it is, is pretty smart to, you know, be as on as many platforms as, as possible. So that, that kind of leads into this, ne this next question of when you're hosting things on so many different platforms, how do you get aggregated numbers for, you know, the amount of listeners you're doing or getting feedback with any sort of comments or anything like that? So I'll go back to this again, because hosting services do this podcast hosting services provide that service for you. Uh, so yeah. I would get all that data through Podbean directly. There okay. was, there was some information that like I would have to go out of my way for to kind of add things up and be like, Oh, here's like YouTube impressions versus like Stitcher impressions or, or whatever. But it would, it aggregates all the stuff to let you know, like where people are listening to like had uh, there were, there's, it tells you like where people are from that are listening to your show uh where they are listening to it on like what kind of app across all that stuff Ooh. so it's this is by the way not a commercial for podbean i don't <laughs> fuck fuck them for, for all i care but like because they're not paying me any money uh i but no but any, if there's one thing i do like it is statistics Statistics yes. are very very fun to just look at and analyze and mm -hmm. make cool bell curves with they did that for you. So like oh, they've got, God. they've got bell curves and your day-to-day -day listener rates and median list. There's a median in there somewhere. I'm sure I guess there's yeah. a, there, there's a circle. Your average graph. listener. There's pie charts. It's all, it's fantastic. Uh, but I would, I would say that most podcast hosting services have something like that, that I would recommend people taking advantage of if yeah. you're trying to make it. There, there has to be competitors. So right. exactly like I'm sure it's not the only one. It's just the one I have experience with. Well, that's great. I mean, that's most of getting a, a podcast out there and then reviewing your status of a podcast. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're looking at statistics for a podcast, what decisions do you make because of those? So you're like, oh, I'll release it early on these platforms or, oh, I need to maybe talk about this subject and not this one because this one didn't do so well the last time. No, Grammy, you're asking me if I've ever like planned for any or, or based decisions off of data. Me? Listen, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I would never do any of that stuff because the nature of the show is very what organic. Yeah. Like what is like the spirit of, of the times right now? So like what is, like, for example, yeah. uh, like the women of the FGC episode, right? That was released in a time where a lot of people wanted a platform to tell their story and a lot of stories right. weren't being shared or like, it's just hard to collect all that stuff all in one place. Uh, so just providing that I thought was, oh, that makes sense to do that. Right. Or if there's yeah, I, big topics or whatever, like. I don't know. They kind of whatever felt. Yeah. Right, so, so Joe, I, kind of I, no, I think it, I think it's fine. I think it's very you. And I, I knew the answer to the question when I asked it, like, I know precisely what sort <laughs> of content you, you put out and why you did it because you always tried to stay up to date on news. You always tried to give other people their voice to make sure that they're heard. You've even provided me the opportunity to be on there. Uh, uh, two different times where you're the host and then guest hosts it, which I believe I'm one of the only people to guest host RSF radio. I uh, and the, you... the only person to do it twice. Yeah. I'm trying to run my, my brain to think if 
that has no I don't think that happened any with anyone else but yeah that was mostly just because I trust you and your opinions but because hey. <laughs> I mean there's there's some people who I would not do that specifically within the fighting game community so there's, there's oh that there's as well there's probably a bunch of people that you don't want to give a louder voice to uncontrolled no. Uh, no, so and that no. that's not just FGC that's the entire world I'm sure yeah, that, yeah, uh, that there's there's plenty of people to, that is not specific to our small community so that's <laughs> but yeah so it's uh it was it, you know there's some of the thoughts that I had on podcasting I don't think there's much more to really get down for podcasting besides that obviously you mentioned you know going through an editing you know silence outs and and cutting that down obviously yeah. going through and taking out whatever was said that you know your compatriot or co or your guest that week didn't want to be on air so going yeah. through and, and taking that out but there's, there's not podcasts aren't like a an edit heavy media form it well it could be is the thing and something that i kind of wanted to talk about when you prompted this conversation is that when you are making quote-unquote content I think it's important for you to look at the other like your contemporaries look at what other people are also doing right now and Hmm. base whatever you plan to do off of what is not being provided right so at at one point for uh, for prime example of this for uh, RSF radio the podcast that I regardless I was going to describe it again as if we hadn't spent the first like 20 minutes talking about it. <laughs> but so yeah. regardless. RSF radio, it's a podcast. When I started the <laughs> show, uh, it was important to me to cover CPT results because there wasn't a good place where CPT results were being talked about or like matches or like a good roundup of the weekend if like a big event was happening. But right. Then, uh, what was it called? Wake Up Wednesdays was became a show, and that's pretty much exclusively what they talked about. So I didn't see a need to fill that that role anymore. That was they were doing that on a much bigger platform and with much better production because they have a video component to it. So I I didn't see a need to to go over that as well. So what? ended up happening in that transition time was oh there's no one giving platforms to people who are running small locals or there's xyz voices that aren't being heard within the community that actually have really good opinions or really good uh, ways of tackling these problems that we all face within the community so to me that just was a an easy spin-off uh, because the service yeah. of covering CPT events was already being provided. So look at yeah. what and other, what are that, other FGC podcasts right now? Who's out there? Yeah, that that's definitely a place to look. And I want to say when you branch out like that, that's how I originally ended up on there for the Rochester fighting game community. After mm-hmm. I had been commentating or right. actually running the, the round Robin, uh, when it was called the RSF round Robin, mm-hmm. uh, then you finally had me on beat when you learned all the other stuff I was doing. Yeah, what a what a time that was when you could go to places. <laughs> yeah, what? How long ago was that? Oh, uh, man, ten Gosh, months. Almost. I don't like to. I don't like to think. <laughs> I don't like to think about that. But yeah. uh, regardless, uh, yes, uh, just finding like what what are the other FGs like event hubs? Are they still doing a, a podcast? Does anybody care about that? I have no idea. Again, most Maybe. this podcast doesn't even have to be fighting game central, right? This is just exactly. me chatting. <laughs> and so that I think is important. I, I have no plans. <laughs> but that's, I, I think that that's a good thing to, to think about and hold on to when, when recording more episodes because what it, people who enjoy fighting games don't just enjoy fighting games. I was thinking about this earlier yeah. today. We're like all that nerd shit, right? Like that we're all into. We're not only yeah, everybody. Into, yeah. The, everybody, all of the, everybody listening, all that. Hey, you listener, all that nerd shit you're into. <laughs> that shit don't matter. And people probably don't care about that shit, but you probably have like an interest with the other stuff. Like, I don't know. Like 
Talk about rollerblading. Anything. I like I like rollerblading, rollerblading now. skateboarding, or, or, or like surfboarding. Or, or for example, earlier in the show, brought up board games. Like people like board games. Board games are fucking rad. You've never played a good board game. Man. Wait a <laughs> I, minute. I have. I have played good board games. I so listen. I do enjoy board games. I just don't. There's a reason why I don't enjoy them, and that is because I have a very smart and logical friend who's very competitive. And has a very, very good brain for beating other people at board games, which makes it very not fun to play board games because he always wins. And it it kind of defeats the purpose of just chilling out and having a good time when I'm also mildly competitive since, you know, I do play fighting games and compete. Uh, I, I have a competitive side. You gotta look up those strats, uh, bro. But why why again, aren't you looking I don't up just the wanna, strats? Like, look up, I, Listen, he doesn't video. look up strats. How can I look up strats? You know, he's, he's playing strats. out of the logic of his own brain <laughs> and beating us. I can't look up strats and say that I'm better than him because I read somebody else's strategy on how to win the game. That's stupid. I'm playing the game. I need to come up with my own strats. I approach fighting games very much the same way. Ask and him to waste share. a lot of my efforts. <laughs> he's so he's not sharing tech. He's not sharing tech, and thus his no. community of board game players is not he, he, actually. All right, this is a one-to-one representation of how small communities die. It's when one yeah. person gets too strong, doesn't share their tech, and makes everybody super bored with the event because they don't know how to keep up. And it's not fun to yeah. to not Listen, know how it, you're being beaten. So, Precisely. I got, I got really frustrated that I would lose to him every time. And it just wasn't fun anymore. So I stopped playing board games with him. Understand, uh, and it's the same thing with, and it's a, a really big with him and manipulative games or uh, kind of like mafia style games like Among Us. Uh, he's really good at manipulating and deceiving people. I, I can't, I don't have that bone in me. I can't, I can't do it. You're never gonna make it in the biz. You're never gonna make it in the biz. No. If you can't deceive. <laughs> I, I, I have to tell at least half truth. I can't just bold face lie to people. I mean, you could always, I mean, there's, there's so many good board games though. There are, but so I just many, don't play any of them. Ticket to I don't, Ride. Have you played Ticket to Ride? Here's the other thing, right? It's fantastic. I, yes or no? I actually haven't played Ticket to Ride. I haven't okay. played that one. I've, I've played games like Catan and other, That's there's other board one. games that are fun that I've gone through and played with people that are not my one, one friend. Uh, who shall not be named? I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm just going to call him the friend who shall not be named. Uh, that, that'll be his name that's, going forward. That's a good one. Uh, uh, Parks. That's a good one. Leah, good board games. But yeah, there's a there's a couple of good board games that, that, I've, that I've played that just haven't. <laughs> I, you've made some references to stuff that I just didn't understand, and that's fine. Terraforming uh, Mars. That's a good board game. Very, <laughs> it's got a lot of rules, but it's fun to look at. Pandemic, okay. great board game, good to play, very pretty to look I do, at. Good map. I enjoy playing Risk. Risk Pandemic is a fun is game a, to play. Wait a minute, Pandemic is a patchwork. That's a good two-player game. Play Pandemic with him because you're on the same team. Cooperative board games are a thing, and they're fun. Listen, but that's you, I also to have to about. point out. <laughs> I have to point out. I haven't seen my friend in like ten months because COVID's been happening. So uh, I haven't even had the opportunity to play board games with him. And my roommate's not that big into board games, so I don't play board games with with him. Uh, I mostly it, just live a board game free life at this point. I don't own any board games. If I own only there was eight a packs of cards, but. I, Nah. There was a medium that included like a visual source that you could play with a friend over a long distance. If only that that kind of technology existed. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I, I, anyway, I, I have strayed us <laughs> from the topic of podcast, but I could rope us back in to say this is similar to what uh, like Say Jam and that crew is doing with their their D and D shows. Like yeah. people like D and D, like Five E is extremely popular. Yeah, people, extremely people easy like to pick stuff. up and play. Sure, yeah, I, I've done I it, mean, and I don't know you, shit about that yeah. stuff. You got into it only like within the last five months, and ended up going from being a player to being a DM, and in coming up with creative personalities and everything like that. You did a great job. Thank you, and it was a lot of fun to do it, and I. 
I see the value in all of that and feel like there are a lot of other people who are like, oh, I like fighting games. Oh, I like X, Y, Z. So, like, find that niche and, and go for it. Go towards it is yeah. my advice if you're creating a podcast. I, I or, like or chatting anything. with my friends. I wonder <laughs> if I just create a podcast chatting with my friends if it'll go anywhere. <laughs> oh, dear. Maybe. Maybe not. But yeah, who can say? We'll see. <laughs> I'd, it, it probably would help if I had, like, a theme for every episode. Like, this one's about podcasting. I don't know what I'm going to do next, so I I don't have a... A following theme but it mm. might devolve into just talking to people but first, i talk to people really well yeah yeah I, I talk to people reasonably well the four podcasts that i've been on outside of the the one that was for uh, ritfgc mm. i've or the rochester fighting game community i've gone through and you know it's basically just me talking with people mm. and not really having a a clear theme just like Occasionally having an outline and maybe sticking to it. There mostly is just, what yeah, I will chatting. say to that and the advice that I give you for that is that sometimes the sometimes, not always, sometimes keeping things brief is better than the long extended cut where, for example, uh, I was on sriracha flash's show and i think that episode is like two and a half hours long yeah. or or some such completely unlistenable is there gold in no, there it's great a- absolutely <laughs> there is <laughs> but it's it's housed within this impenetrable force of time that you would need to commit to listening to it right uh, but if if you know sriracha flash and you know yourself you know super joe monday I feel like it, it's an easy listen. <laughs> Fair enough. It's an I, easy I, two and a half hours to just chill out and be like, oh, yeah, I'm just listening to the homies chat. I'm not, not going to argue that point. But a point that was brought up earlier that I do want to stick out to is, or bring back around to, I'm mixing my metaphors, uh, mm. is that shows can have, podcasts can have a lot of editing. Uh, if you listen to, or like... It, Maybe you want to focus your show around something that is like NPR-ish of you set up the you set up the interview, right? You say you read a couple words of like, this is what this is. You have like a music stinger. You bring in the person and maybe you cut out a little bit of editing and like examples of what this person says. Like, oh, here's a little taste of what they say at the beginning to kind of tease people along, right? Like take... Ooh, here's a good idea. If you wanted to add some editing to this show, no Grammy, you just take this little bit and you say, you know what? You put something really exciting at the end of the show that'll keep people right at the front of the show, right? <laughs> and then you, you yeah, stick, I mean, you stick you, that little <laughs> snippet at the, in like minute one, so people are like, what could they have been talking? Or like, maybe not. Maybe yeah. it needs to be a little bit more explicit than that. Like, what if I said something like, "Whammy, lamma, ding, dong." I like sticking my wick in the pudding, right? But you take that little, you take that little bit, and you shove that at the front of the show, so that people are like, "Wait a minute, what the? How the fuck did they get to Whamma Lama? What now? That's weird." Sticking my (laughs) something in a pudding. What? Um, Listen, I I wasn't listening to myself. You know how I speak. But anyway, (laughs) I I didn't listen to it either. I said something about pudding. (laughs) Doing little tricks like that, little editing tricks that make it really nice, are like. Or you like see, when... but but now what I have set up is I have you saying your part, and then I have me saying something about sticking your something into pudding, right? And now I can put both of those together at the front, and it becomes a whole thing. You got to have a hook, and I have exactly. the hook now. The hook I've brings set it all back. up. The hook brings you back, uh, just like that song. But I kind of do want people to hear my lovely intro first. But I don't know. I have to figure well, no, all no, that no. out. You, no, you do the intro, and then you say, like, hey, everybody, this is Nog Chats. And then say maybe, like, oh, we're going to have X person on. And then hit him with the whamalama ding dong. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then yeah, a yeah. stinger, uh, some kind of music stinger, and then, boom, right into the show. And then, like, a little editing at the end of the show of, like, ooh, bringing a little light music when it's – it's coming time to close and then bring up that music once everybody's done talking. So it's like, Ooh, I know that the show is done now. It's given me as a listener, an audio cue of like, Oh, it's close to being done. So I can look at my no, phone. I should just, I should just hard up. drop it. Right. 
I mean, uh, yeah, if you want to be like, like that's the end of our show, cut. bye. No, just no, not even do that. Just like <laughs> Sopranos cut, like just in the middle oh, of the conversation. Oh, there's on in, in, yeah, in, end of a sentence, just gone. Or fade but, it. I could fade yeah, us no. chatting because we all know that we could chat for like three hours that's because true. we've done it before. There's times we've, like, of the podcasts that we've done, we've actually gone through and I think talked for like 30 to 30 minutes to an hour after we've ended yeah. it. That was, uh, and also, if every you do time. that, if you do that, little little trick of the trade, always, always hit the record button before and after. I have like two hours of me talking to Rick that is just lost to time because we were talking before and after, and I'm kicking myself that I didn't save any of it uh, for any reason. Yeah. Granted, there were some things said in that that could not be said Good. publicly, of course, because, you know, sometimes you want to keep things. But your own personal stash. Yeah. Well, no, but like sometimes there's little gold nuggets there that are like, oh, this is good and worth sharing. But unfortunately, we talked about it before I hit record. So now it's not going to seem organic when I bring it up again on the show, which is. Oh, you mean like if you were to, I don't know, forget to record the, a podcast the first time and record <laughs> it a second time? That's really harsh. That's real harsh. Because when you Listen. first formulate your thoughts and try to get them out, there's there's a rhythm and a flow to it. And you're always going to have that in the back of your mind of, is this how it came out the first time? Because then it doesn't feel right. Like you're yes. trying to swing a bat in exactly. the opposite direction and just, oh, uh, it's bad. Yeah, I've, I've, I've made that mistake before. And thankfully, my, my guest that week was uh, very willing to work with me and record another hour and a half of podcast and yeah. was very gracious about it. But the entire time I'm like, yeah, this is just a a this doesn't sound right anymore like this doesn't feel like a natural conversation that mm -hmm. me and my guest had and it sucks and then i re i told that to you and you're like you should never tell anybody that and now i repeatedly bring it up whenever <laughs> i can because it's a mistake and people have to be honest with their mistakes yeah that's true one good way of avoiding that is just whoever you talk to as soon as you get on call with them just say hey i'll let you know that i'm recording right now but if you want anything off the record just let me know and just right yeah. off, just say that right off the bat. And they're like, oh, okay. Usually, or unless someone's going to be like, you're talking to someone who is potentially a hostile guest, which, I don't know, maybe you're into that, maybe you're not. I, I don't care. But uh, it's important no, to get that out I'd, right away so you don't miss anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's important to, to say it as, as early as possible because if somebody needs to know that they need to be presentable in or any sort of way or not say some stuff or to if they do to remove it they need to be aware of that uh i've had to do that for my work a couple of times where i'm like hey this is i have to record this for whatever for training purposes or whatever uh you know mm -hmm. don't say stupid stuff but also maybe like get stupid thoughts out your head if that's if that's where you're really leading people <laughs> like just in general, don't be a, don't be a dingus. Come on, everybody. Let's let's all be good. I'll be our best yeah. selves. All it's twenty twenty one. Don't be a dingus. No, gotta stop that shit. Gotta cut that shit out. But cursing on my stream, or my on my podcast. The thing is, you didn't tell me I couldn't. You, so that you didn't ask for permission though. <laughs> well, listen. I'll, always I'll ask. For, it's worry. better to ask forgiveness than permission. No, Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew where you were going. Blah, that's blah, gotten blah. me out of a lot of trouble. <laughs> listen, I wasn't gonna be angry with you. I know what I'm getting into. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anything else I, on the docket I, today? Anything else on the docket? We did have the the RSF rebranding. I kind of. And this is going way off the, the case of, of podcasting. We did say uh, earlier that RSF Radio might be coming back under a different name. Mm -hmm. uh, but overall, RSF in general, for all the tournaments that you had been running and stuff like that, you've already rebranded them to the online local. Mm -hmm. uh, so, the, the, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right, because it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily make sense to release RSF. But the thing is, RSF didn't go away. And no. like everybody who is mods over there is still like, it's still the same people who are doing the same work. It's just a different name. So I, there yeah. are a couple, but of it does things. give you more, it does give you more flexibility and freedom going yes. forward to not be tied to Reddit, which I know uh, we've talked about this, I believe off mic yeah. where you've had issues with the Reddit moniker before. 
Yes, being tied to Reddit is a ball and chain, not just because of the, the caveat that it carried, like, because it's fucking Reddit, but also that actual businesses have, like, internal rules that they have to stick to when working with other websites, like Reddit, for example. Yeah. So just by having that namesake in what we did prevented us from having conversations with people openly and honestly. So right. to me, it made a lot more sense to change that branding of at least the tournament, because there are so many people who enter and are interested in just that to, and there are, there are other ways to bring in, uh, outside money, for example, uh, to the tournament that we otherwise would not have been able to do if there wasn't a rebranding. So to yeah. me, it just made the most sense at the time and I don't know. I think it looked and you know, fresh, fresh coat of paint never hurt. Yeah. And this, you know, gives you the, the possibility to expand outside of just one game or one right. genre. And I, I believe that's, you know, super, super important to, you know, allow yourself that freedom and flexibility going mm -hmm. forward because you never want to get stuck, you know, always doing street Friday content. You'll get burned out eventually as I'm sure you've already come face to face with. Oh, I've seen I've seen the burnout happen to many people. There, there are mods from our Street Fighter who just aren't around anymore, and that's yeah. that story is tale as old as time. Uh, and you know what? I mean, eventually, he, I mean that the the main thing is that you don't want to tie your own success or abilities to another franchise, right? Or the yeah. creative work of other people, because if that because. shit goes down. You got yeah, if, if Reddit, if Reddit were to disappear tomorrow, uh, and and you were still using the old moniker, it'd be incredibly difficult to kind of adjust, or really it's more of a shock, I guess. But at this point, with where you are, it's it's not really an issue. Nah, nah. I think that we're, I don't know. I think we're in a good place right now, and the the future looks bright for the things that we're able to do. In my opinion, there are also yeah, some I, un yet unannounced things that uh, I have I'm not sure. said yet that I am super excited for, for the online local. And I'm, it's great for the players. First and foremost, it's great for the people who and helped run it. It's I'm very happy. Here's the thing. People will think that I know something because of my, my friendly connection with you, but you've actually not told me anything. I have not these projects. I have not. And Mostly so I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I've known for like five months that you've been working on maybe something or like something has been like uh, in your mind of like, oh, we're going to maybe do this thing. And I've not heard a lot of news and I'm like, there's, I'm waiting. I'm excited. <laughs> there's some legal reasons for that uh, and other reasons of not wanting to yeah. jump the gun before before a absolutely. I actually see see something on the table if you know what i mean but i'm i'm very confident that i'm confident enough to say that there are things on the horizon that will happen soon that i am super excited for specifically for the players yeah. and the people who make the tournament the tournament but oh so yourself you make the tournament the tournament <laughs> no i mean like like You're the commentators and like axio right like yeah, the, but the other you you understand you are a commentator and the streamer. Like you're a part of this. You're an integral part of this show. Sure. At, at this point. Sure. Sure. I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. That's this is this is another sidebar. But just thinking today of like, I kind of mm, I'm gonna reference a tweet today okay. of that that this is the largest online fighting game weekly tournament and it's just it's just that that one match between a hemi and uh mad gear of just commentating saying only omelet du fromage like oh yeah. there's there's a part of me that like that is what the biggest tournament is is just it, that's so funny to me. That is so funny to me. Nobody else. It's it's probably not funny to, to many other people, but to me, hilarious. No, and this this is part of the way that you've branded and have un, unconsciously branded just the way that you have made 
the online local RSF weekly tournaments have been over the years is kind of this more eccentric kind of place where you're not always going to get beautiful, perfect CPT commentary every single every single match. Maybe even every single round. You'll get some rounds where you get good commentary, sure. but other rounds it's just like a, kind of a, a free-for-all. <laughs> but the, I think that what happens there, and if anybody thinks that Oh, that's, you got it. If anything, I want people to see that and say that, oh, I'm not beholden to the regular stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. I've always been an advocate for going after things that aren't, aren't like typical of the genre that you're in, right? So doing like the quote unquote, the fighting game tournament things, I'm like not interested in that because... Well, one, you can get that other places going back to the to the start of the conversation. There are places where you can just go and watch a a good, well-run tournament like that. That already exists. So I didn't see a need for it. Why not make it all fun and make it weird the way that I want to make it weird? And anyone out there who wants to make things weird in their own way, you can go right ahead. I'm sure there's an audience for it. Yeah, definitely. And that's something you kind of have to strive for. And why I think... Uh, and why I was so happy to kind of had my introduction to more of the FGC through that that local, that online local, was because it allowed me to just kind of be me. I didn't have to put on a face. I didn't have to be a different person. I had to show up and talk about whatever crazy stuff I wanted to talk about. And I knew I would still be back next week saying the the same <laughs> weird stuff over and over again, and it would haunt me every single day of my life. Uh, but it it it's a it's a great place to start because you're not limited, right? You're not constrained in the same way. We're like, oh, I have to say the perfect thing, or if I say anything out of line, I'm I'm cut, or somebody's mm-hmm. gonna yell at me. You're you're allowed to be you, and it's great. Yeah, bad. I think that. Like the bad parts of things are good are like you should you shouldn't be so focused on cutting out the bad parts. And like bad failure. I'm not talking like yeah. A failure is yeah, good. failure is a is a part of life. And yeah. you have to fail to figure out what's going on. And it's part of why like I started this podcast and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna find out eventually. <laughs> so I mean, you, you just but... gotta go for it. <laughs> hey man. I Amazing, gotcha. <laughs> uh, but the the other point that I was going to make, along with the way that we run the show, is that you can you can do all that stuff and be weird and have your own community, and that's fine. You just you don't need to you don't need to sell gamer fuel right you don't need to sell a gamer chair you could sell coffee if you like go after things that you are interested yeah how's that alcohol sponsorship working it it from being living in pennsylvania very difficult uh but (laughs) (laughs) it's not for it's not for lack of trying uh to to be absolutely clear but but like it it's it's one of those things where Every show that you see on Twitch or every podcast that you listen to has the same four sponsors. Like if you start selling Squarespace ads, I'll be like, what? Like, this is just like everything else. Sell some stuff that's that you personally believe in and go after like go after the people who or the companies that you also believe in. It doesn't have to be. Uh, that's the other thing is that you have to go after it. You can't just assume it's going to come to you, especially things that are not endemic to the the scene and the community itself. Like, Oh, absolutely. Explaining uh, to, I, I, yeah. I thought of one, one huge thing is, and this is because of um, all the stuff that's happened this year and me needing to beef up my home audio stuff mm-hmm. for, well, I didn't need to, but for doing commentary and that kind of stuff, I beefed it all up. And I was like, I'm 100% on board with being sponsored by the the people who uh, made all of my audio equipment, all of my uh, amps and preamps and DACs uh, and, and all of that stuff. I'm more than willing to shell out for them because they're a great company. 
and they make everything. I'm going to start acting like I'm sponsored by them. Uh, so just before don't, I just, just don't, them, I'm, don't I'm call them stop. out by name, <laughs> just don't call them out by name. That's all. But I will say that, I mean, my voice does sound so sm- silky and smooth coming through this road NT USB microphone <laughs> uh, that comes with oh. it. It comes with its own pop screen. So it's just right there. Boom. I don't know. It does the work for me, but I mean, that's just nice. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> Oh, you're funny sometimes. I I enjoy talking with you, Joe. You, we don't get to talk that much anymore now that I'm not, you know, commentating uh, a tournament with you every single week. But and not living in yeah. the same time zone is a is a big one. Yeah, it gets hard to schedule. <laughs> but I, I, I appreciate the time. Fucking time zones work anymore. Listen. We we did have some scheduling issues. <laughs> the thing um, I'm not going to get into Where you it, ob- but that you objected to my time. I'm like, what do you mean? I listed time in two time zones. That specific, that exact same problem was I had like a couple days before. It was the exact same problem. And I, in my brain, I was like, I don't know why I was late for that. Why was I late for that? I, I was like, I did. I ran the numbers. I'm right. And then it just took you being like, no, Joe, you're a, you're a ding dong. Get out of here. Going completely, <laughs> like, completely incidental, by the way. I had no idea that you had trouble with this. <laughs> Uh, until you're like, those times don't add up. We can't, I can't make that. I'm like, what do you mean? This is what the times are. If you then gave I, me like, the I point, time like, I, to I did all the, I did. <laughs> in beat time, Swatch Internet beat time is all I will listen to. It is, it is the uh, only time that anyone needs beat time. Anyway, time, time math is messed up. So. It is point. 074 beats right now, okay? It is dot oh seven four in beat time. Oh, if you said, Joe, let's meet at point sixty five beats, which is probably I don't know if that's when we started. I don't exactly Joe, know. Joe, I'll but... I'll I'll talk to you in sixteen thousand jiffies, okay? No, that's a different thing. Beat time is all the same. 75 I know for it's me, th- listen. 75 for you. That's all it is. Let's all play Fantasy Star Online now. Anyway, Joe, what, what I understand is that, that that time unit is the same for everybody, but jiffies are also the same. They're just an oh. increment of time, like a second. So if I say we're going to talk in 16,000 jiffies, the, the amount of jiffies between us are, are the same. The amount of jiffies mm. that we have to wait to talk to each other are the same. It just might be 3 p.m. for you and 12 p.m. for me. I actually think it's pronounced Giffy, but that's beside the point. I'm going to punch you. 